Hello again. Welcome to episode 27 of the Post-Concussion Syndrome Awareness Podcast. And uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm going to indulge myself, well, in a little way, in a kind of way, uh, but not really, because what I'd rather want to indulge, what I want to talk about is, is something that I haven't, I've, I've touched upon a couple of times in the podcasts about um, holistic therapies and alternative uh, therapies and holistic ways of dealing uh, with, with healing brain injury. Um, but it's one that some people will get, others won't. Others will think, well, you know, what, what the fuck is he on about? Um, but this is to do with energy healing. Now you might think, well, energy healing. What, what, what? You know, what is that? What, what does it even mean? Is it some kind of like fake yoga hippie bullshit? You know, something that he's putting out here. But uh, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna go right back. I'm gonna strip this back to the beginning. I'm gonna go back to 2001, or even possibly before that. Um. No, even before that, I beg your pardon, in the, the mid-90s, I'd heard about Reiki. I was like, oh, yes, like, just like hippies, you know, like hands-on healing, you know, faith healing, kind of like, yeah, 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 I've, I've seen it all, I've heard it all. Uh, but I kept hearing about this, and um, I then started to see some studies, scientific studies, from the University of Hyderabad in India. And I was like, hang on a minute, India, have they even got serious scientific um, kind of groups and, and universities? And I started questioning that. And then I looked at the credentials of some of these chaps and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, they, they, they've got um, like beyond PhDs in uh, astrophysics and all kinds of stuff. And I was like... How are these people um, kind of uh, pushing pushing this this kind of like uh, healing modality from Japan and so on? And I was like, this led me into I I, I won't, I'm not afraid to tell you this led me into like a big confusion. I was like, what the hell is going on here? There's nobody in the UK or USA or anything out there that's kind of like pushing the same line. So what the hell is going on here? Uh, and in 2001, I think I had, had the privilege of going uh, to spend a, a month in India, uh, in, uh, to Goa and Kerala, uh, down the West Coast. That's a beautiful, beautiful country uh, and experienced, uh, you know, uh, what a wonderful place it was. Um but the, the main hotel I stayed in, I think, was in Candlelim. And they had on this kind of like menu of everything the hotel did was like cocktails and kind of, you know, you could have a massage, you could have um, you could go horse riding, you could do this, that, and the other, and everything else. But uh, on this list was like, uh, there was this Reiki guy, this lovely, be beautiful, wonderful man, this Indian chap. They came to the hotel, and and, you, and and it's very. It was very back then. It was very, very, very inexpensive. I'm talking about 
um, you know, really, really, really cheap and expensive, inexpensive to go and do that. And uh, I booked a session. If I, I, we didn't have long enough uh, to learn to to have the Reiki attunements, and I would have liked to have done that. Um, but I booked one session with this chap and this lovely old, just just, just kind of like middle aged gentleman, kind of like shuffled in and and. Uh, so you you lie down on the bed there and and you know kind of like you know uh, did so and uh, I have put my hands over you and uh, I'll pass a reiki through you and then after that we talk about it. I was like, all right, far enough. I thought, yeah, it'd be fine, it'd be fun, it'd be just kind of like you know kind of well, I'll give it a try. It's not it's only like a few hundred rupees or whatever, and uh, you know maybe maybe something might come of it. Um, and uh, I laid down and he did this and all of a sudden um, I went into as I was used to meditating and I went to like more of the meditative state and this just like passed and the energy passing through my body was like um, gave me probably the first really truly healing experience of my life and um, this went on for about 30, 35 minutes. Uh, at the end of it, I, I was like a blubbering wreck. I was uh, literally almost in tears in some ways. It was like, uh, I could not understand why. Um, uh, but after that, there came like, a, a, a tremendous happiness, like a con- tremendous kind of like laughing and, and kind of like, um, you know, just, just, just raucous kind of like hilarity, uh, thinking about how ridiculous life was. Uh, and then it turned back to seriousness. And he's like, oh, you, you sit up now and, you know, you come forwards. And I did so. And um, what happened was, um, he said, right, now, I will tell you something about your life. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah, you know, get get ready for the, the, the kind of hippie bullshit. And he's like, y- you have a great fear of your life and you have problems, you have this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. And he went through uh, and literally dissected me, uh, my whole ego self, in two in the space of about two or three minutes. And I was just literally... Uh, I, I was speechless, blown to pieces, and just really couldn't, couldn't quite get, 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 you know, kind of understand what had gone on. Um, unfortunately, after that, I would have gone back to him to learn and have the Reiki attunements, but we didn't have time. It was right at the end of the uh, particular stay in India, so it didn't have that time. Uh, and when I finally got back in the coach, go to the airport, I was I, I was literally uh, in tears. Um, this was years. Oh no, it was, it, it was like just before my health uh, health problems started to really manifest. So uh, yeah, it, it it was kind of crazy. It was kind of. Um, the last thing that I expected, going home from there, um, I think a f- a, a possibly five years before that, I had met a, a lady, a lady called Margaret, Margaret Hall, who was a, a mentor, a, a real wonderful 
uh, who's still to this day, uh, 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 I hope, a good friend who had really seen me through some harsh times in my life. Uh, but she'd taken me through past life regression and dealing with my uh, own CPTSD and, um, and issues regarding my own health and mental health and everything else. And I, I really do hold her in the highest regard. And if you ever are in Yorkshire or around Bradford area, um, Margaret is, is, is somebody who, who really, really um, can deal with trauma and problems on all kinds of levels. So I'd had this intense, intense kind of like uh, experience. I had to go home to process that. And I was dealing on that on the back of uh, working in a full-time corporate, full-time role. Um, and it didn't really bother me till about five years later. Ex- almost five, six years later, I then dealt with um, uh, con- two concussions in the space of 10 minutes uh, and then led me into mild traumatic brain injury, which led me on to the rest of my life collapsing. So... Going back to what I want to talk about, which is uh, the healing modalities. So what I wanted to say to you is that I found that just by, almost by accident. And before that, I was a complete skeptic. And I'm still a massive skeptic of things in life. And I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to kind of like commit to things and say, yeah, I promote this, I promote that. And you know that from listening to my podcast so far. I'm not like that. I don't do that because it, 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 it is BS. And, um, you know, if, if something has really, truly moved me or kind of like defined me, I'll tell you about it. I'm not going to hold back and say, well, you know, oh, well, yeah. uh, I, I, I felt this like, like this happened. Um, I'm a light worker. I'm a special one. I'm a kind of like, you know, complete genius. So uh, I, I deal with crystals or whatever because, you know, you know, the, the ascent, you know, such and such a master told me to do it. I don't do that. I'm not going to do that. And it, it is, yeah, well, it's on the edge of uh, believability. But um, I'm, I'm the person saying, well, yeah, actually, there's, there's something that I, I possibly can never explain that went on in my life at that time, at that point, uh, that was so powerful. Uh, and the person that I was with at the time, uh, a beautiful, wonderful lady, um, she experienced it too and validated and, and gave me validation for that. So you have to be aware and thinking of uh, all all the things in your life um, in those situations which give you not self-validation but uh, things that can you can accredit to being true and real in your own experience. So after that... Um, uh, a couple of uh, two or three years after that, I've been to North America, uh, South America, a big pound, Brazil for the first time, and also then um, met uh, somebody who was uh, more of a kind of shamanic energy healer. It was a very brief experience, very very quick, very fast, but um, he really really showed me a different way too. 
Uh, and then I was cut off from it then. Went back into the world. But uh, between those experiences and after those experiences, I, I found that uh, the people who came into my life, like the lady I mentioned, Margaret, and others, and my own father as well, that helped me to get into places of healing and to, to find uh, modalities of healing uh, that were really, really, truly uh, life-changing. And this all came about as a result of what I lost after that. So from 2006 onwards, um, uh, like I've said before in podcasts, ooh, it, it, it's tough, it's difficult to talk about, but um, yeah, it was like blasted apart. So um, there's always that point where um, you lose yourself. You actually lose the essence of whom you are, uh, often with PCS. Uh, But after that, often you can get back who you are uh, by other means, by uh, kind of trawling in the dirt. I call it, and kind of leading it around to other places. So um, you have to um, you have to bear in mind that when you're on a healing journey and a healing path, often you don't even know where you're going. You won't have any fucking clue. You won't have any idea where you're going. You'll just have to keep going and walking and marching. You know, sometimes your compass is bust. Your compass is completely fucked and gone. You don't know where you're going, but you've got to keep walking in one direction. You know, if you, you know, you could maybe use the sun as a way it means navigate. You could find another way, but you, at the end of the day, and this goes for any type of business, any type of job you're in as well, you've got to be able to find some kind of direction sometimes you might be marching uh, in the completely wrong direction in all day long you know maybe for days on end you might be walking in the wrong way Um, and I wouldn't I wouldn't ever possibly advocate that (laughs) what I would advocate to you is that you know don't think this is some kind of like spiritual way that you know if you're walking in the wrong direction for days and end you must be a complete spartan warrior no get a good compass get a really good compass find a way to determine where you want to walk you know your intuition alone uh when you're on your healing path, your healing journey, may not be enough for anybody. It may not be enough for you. Uh, and you, you may get, if you're going to do that like I did, you may get totally lost. So you've got to, <coughs> sorry, you've got to think about um, how you've started off. And this may be part of your grieving process. Go back to how did your injury start? Did you fall? Did you hit your head? Were you hit by somebody or by a ball? Or did you fall off a horse? Were you in a car crash? What, what, what happened to you? 
go back to the beginning. Uh, as, as, <clears throat> as traumatic as it sounds, you have to go back to the beginning. I'm sorry, and this comes back to uh, complex post-traumatic stress disorder, CPTSD again. Uh, you have to be able to say out loud to yourself, speak out loud like I'm doing now, how did I get here? And that can be the most difficult thing to do. Uh, so in terms of healing that, then you're going to need the tools to, to get past that. So what the tools? The tools is your determination. Now, willpower, uh, to be able to get past that, willpower is a finite thing. Uh, it, it's only something that you're going to have so much of. So you may well be able to go for a while. You may well hit some certain plateaus and think, oh yeah, I could deal with this. I'm all right, I'm good, I'm fine, I'm all right. That, But a year out or nine months out or 12, uh, 18 months out, you, that willpower may well deplete very fast. So um, then what are you going to do? Are you going to look for healing to the medical industry, the drug pharmaceutical industry? Are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Are you going to learn to heal yourself? Uh, and this is the point of it, is that are you going to learn to, uh, you know, maybe go and find somebody some old uh, witchy woman or witchy man or kind of wicker man or anything, body, a shaman. Are you going to do ayahuasca? Are you going to go and learn to do Reiki? Uh, are you going to go to a spiritualist church and try and let spiritual healing? Are you going to do uh, curalistic? Are you gonna, what, 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 what are you going to do? Tell me. What are you going to do? Huh? You've got to make a choice in some ways. Uh, or are you going to abdicate your choices? Yeah, are you going to give it up? Are you just going to let it all go and and and, and go say, well, you know, I'll, I'll just let the the corporate government uh, take care of my health care. I'm going to kind of like take the drugs they tell me to take. I'll watch the TV. I'll uh, I'll read everything they tell me on the internet, and maybe I'll maybe. I'll get better, you know. What am I going to do? Um, I don't, seriously, so I'm just kidding. I don't think, seriously, any, any of you listening to this are going to do that uh, and, and fall into that trap because anybody listening to this knows me better and they know that he's no fucking way. There's no way you're going to do that. So um, the main modalities are, well, what do you do? Do you learn to heal yourself or are you going to be reliant on other people to try and heal you? Are you going to put your trust in other people hoping that they will have the right modalities to heal you or are you going to learn to do it yourself? How is it going to be? What's it going to be? It's not that difficult to learn to heal yourself. Oh my God, if I can do it. I'm a complete numpty. I don't have any any qualifications in life. I don't have any skills. I can't, you know, nothing anybody would place any value in. And I've found a path to heal myself. Um, you're anybody listening to this podcast. Most nine out of ten people are going to be smarter, more intelligent, more qualified than me. So why aren't you doing it? 
why are you not doing it? If you're not doing it, if you feel like you not want to do it, then get in touch with me and I'll show you. I'll give you the all the, the kind of suggestions. I could be like the magician, the one that suggests to you what you're going to do. <laughs> all you need to do is get in touch and, and, and say, well, you know, all right, Dave, uh, you know, what can you tell me about this and that and the other? What, what do you think? And so on. And I've had so, so many people do that. They get in touch and like, well, uh, what, what did you do when you were like, when you were really, really deep down in the pit and you, you know, you lost your job, you lost your house and you were homeless. Like, well, do you know what I did? I dug in and I did X, Y, Z, A, B, C and I kept doing X, Y, Z and A, B, C and I kept on at it like a M, O, F, O. And um, I, I somehow uh, managed to get to where I am today. Uh, but it wasn't easy. And I won't give you the illusions that it was easy. I just did it and I just kind of kept going as well. So you have to be conscious and aware. But please, please, if you can do, get in touch. Uh, in terms of healing as well. The modalities that I practice, in case anybody wants to know, I'm sure nobody will really care, really. Um, and, and there won't be that many listening to this at all. Uh, but um, back in the day, um, I learnt uh, an ancient healing art uh, from the, that kind of re-emerged into the world from Japan. And it's a Yusui Shiki Raiho, which is uh, Dr. Mikao Yusui, who is the uh, gentleman who uh, came in the area of Kyoto, which was previously the principal or the principality, the capital city of Japan. Um, Dr. Yusui was uh, very s similar to, to what I've come accustomed to. Uh, he, he was into simple things, simple everyday life things, and he was into fasting, like a lot of the Ashantamba, uh, Japanese shaman, uh, and like the, in, if you've read the book, the Katalpa Bow, uh, they would go up into the mountains, they would fast, they would, would just kind of really train the bodies and the minds very simply, uh, and he uh, did this and, and uh, went out into the wilderness. I think he'd had enough of life and he went up into the mountains and uh, meditated. And uh, after so many days of his meditation, his, his subjugation uh, to try and find answers to why his life was so uh, determinately uh, fucked up, he found these symbols and he, uh, these came back to him. They weren't, it wasn't anything new. But they came back to him from a different age and he interpreted them and reintroduced this back into the world. This uh, art of Reiki, Yusui Reiki, then uh, he took and uh, practiced as a principal uh, with students. They called it Jikidan Yusui Shikiraiho, or like a, a, a Reiki that he, he would, would take like a year at each stage to take. Uh, disciples or uh, uh, you know kind of uh, students through the point of healing 
And at the end of each year, they would be given an attunement, which was a passing of the energy, opening of the hands and, and crown chakras. And that was like a wonderful thing. When it got translated to the West, it became like, oh, yeah, you can do it all in one weekend. Uh, and they had to do that. And they, at the start, they charged a lot of money uh, for that. But uh, basically, you'd get like three years or four years of teaching in like, you know, kind of like a day or three days. And it was, it became kind of like watered down in some ways, but, but the energy was still as fierce. So... Uh, that's a Reiki energy, which is photonic light healing. For anybody that's listening from a scientific point of view, uh, you would have a way of uh, uh, photonic light passing through your energy body. Um, <clears throat> um, and this is the same aspect of passing it on to another person. Um, and there's all different types of healing around that. So yeah, it, it becomes... Uh, it becomes almost uh, conjoined with uh, the the kind of practice of yoga, mindfulness, meditation as well. And there's lots and lots of information on that. And I, I won't go into too much detail now, uh, but as we've had in previous podcasts, of Katie Brunner uh, and Laurie and others, um, yeah, there's, there's a great deep connection between healing and yoga and the physical body and the mind. Every, everything as well um, so yeah there, there's many many other types of healing as well uh, but w- w- I'm going to leave those for future episodes because we've got some guests coming on very soon who who, who, who are going to go into that and we've we've already had uh, Gustav on tonight who's had uh, in, in a, a, a lot of information about healing so i'm conscious i don't want to overload you with too much information either Uh, and so that will be uh something for another episode right okay so that that ends uh the kind of main body of this uh episode uh about healing uh what i also want to uh bring forward is some messages some more messages i've been kind of like partitioning these out uh, which are to do with um, yeah same issues uh, to do with trauma and CPTSD. Um, there's a lady who, who, who called Lynn, uh, and Lynn's uh, in Canada, and she's uh, asked, well, she's asked me to to kind of. Um, <clears throat> put her her information out there um she's a little bit isolated i think she's in a farming region uh in not northwest of canada uh but she's asking me to put out uh some information to say well actually up there <coughs> in the northwest of canada uh there's some really good uh local groups uh, uh, uh to do psychotherapy and plant medicine and different things as well um, and you know anybody can get in touch with her uh, through Facebook. Uh, I think she said uh, NWC Healing Group. Uh, anyway, uh, I think uh, I think I've got that right. Uh, yeah, but she said yeah. If anybody just want to get in touch uh, because they've listened to the podcast, then hopefully she'll come on and 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 talk to us on a a future podcast and interview as well. So that'd be really great. 
Um, there's another gentleman, um, uh, I'll, just call, I'll just call Stephen, <laughs> he doesn't want to give his real name, uh, and he's uh, currently in Italy. Uh, it, it, I think he's originally from, uh, I think his parents are from the UK, is he from the UK? Uh, he's talking about um, complex post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, and uh, issues around uh, drug and alcohol misuse and codependency. Uh, 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 and he said he, he's had like two head injuries and he's found that all these issues have come together uh, and kind of like uh, caused him a lot of issues over the last four or five years uh, and, and wants to connect with other people in the group. So I'm going to direct him to the main groups on Facebook, which is Post-Concussion Syndrome Awareness Worldwide. Um, but of course, any of you can, can find those groups. Uh, we've got the healing group uh, and a holistic group. We've got the teenagers group, caregivers and parents group. They're all on Facebook uh, and on Twitter, at Post-Concussion uh, and um, Post-Concussion Syndrome Awareness UK. Dot wordpress.com uh, is a blog as well so yeah there's many ways to get in touch uh, please please uh, keep up uh, keeping in touch I, I, you know I really really love every single one of your messages every single one of your uh, you know emails and tweets to keep in touch that that that's a, the thing that really makes my day uh, you know I, I've struggled in the past but when I wake up and I see a message from one of you and I feel uh, that connectedness, it really, really makes it worthwhile for me. So I uh, thank you very much again. And thank you once again. Uh, I know this is one of the short podcasts um, on healing, but uh, yeah, there's probably going to be more in future as well. So uh, that that's... That really excites me too. And I know that, that Gustav and Brian and others are going to come back on to speak. And we've got Dr. Merrick as well too. So, yeah, it, 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 it's going to, it's just going to keep going. Uh, so thank you all so much for your love and your support. I'm very grateful and I'm very, very blessed uh, that you're all listening to this as well. So thanks a lot and good night and God bless. This is a very important disclaimer. In fact, it's not even a disclaimer. These are things that most sentient, intelligent, reasonable people actually know. And what am I talking about? In fact, in well, with the podcast that we're making, you have to be responsible. Myself my guests and my podcasts are not here to give you medical advice. We are not paid professionals. So, as society and the woke community dictates, we are here to say to you, any information which we put out in the podcast, anything we give to you, is not construed or considered in any legal way or fashion whatsoever as medical advice. Any reasonable person knows that. But you're always going to get one or two or maybe a few hundred people that really are just as dumb as A, B, C, X, Y, Z. So, please do not take anything we say as medical advice or any other way. 
please do your own research, your own uh, just due diligence into whatever we say. And if you need, if you feel you need, if you really, because you could really trust yourself, feel you need the help, trust yourself to get in touch with your local practitioner, general practitioner, doctor, specialist, or whomever, or your psychiatrist, or whoever you're dealing with through post-conquistic syndrome or any other health condition. And if I need to spell this out any more, just be really considerate and kind to yourself. And don't, please don't accept what we're saying as any kind of medical or legal or personal advice. I don't know how many other ways to say it, but I'm sure those of you who are intelligent enough will realise that, yeah, we don't give that kind of advice. And if you did want that kind of advice, you'd probably pay somebody that was really good at it to give give it to you in the first place. So don't worry about that. Uh, just enjoy the podcasts. And uh, this summit is 24 now at least and, and just just really, really uh, have a, a wonderful time and please get in touch if you need to. But don't worry about um, thinking that, you know, anything else. Just, just really, really enjoy what we're doing and so much love and respect to you all. Thank you. <laughs>